following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. All right, it's that time. It's Friday. It's time for the Players' Lounge. All right, we've got one hour with your boys, and we have a lot of topics to get to. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by two former Dallas Cowboys safeties, Barry Church and Danny McRae. All right, fellas. A lot going on. Can we start with free agency? Is that good by you guys? That's good with your boy. What, whatever new he wants. Whatever new he wants, I'm all in. <laughs> Cowboy Nation is not happy. Cowboy Nation wants moves. Cowboy Nation sees what the Patriots are doing, and they want to see that happen here. And, and a part of me is laughing because what do we see written midway through every season? Hey, everybody who ran out there the first week of free agency, these deals aren't as good as they thought. It's, you know, don't do it. And you used to hear people say, the Patriots, they understand how to do it right. They don't go out here the first week of free agency. They let everybody else go. Well, then the Patriots run out here first week of free agency. Everybody's like, yeah, see? Great job, Bill. Look at what they're doing. I'm just trying to understand how should this go, guys? What, what do we believe? Do we believe bad money spent in free agency the first week or not? I don't. I think it, it depends on the player. I don't. I think there's good money that can be spent in the first week of free agency. We're going to give Bill Belichick a pass because he is the great Bill Belichick. So we're just going to assume that he knows exactly what he's doing, especially since he didn't have anything to work with last year. Uh, but there, there are some guys who go out there and spend too much money. Jerry will tell you that he went out there and got Brandon Carr for fifty million dollars, and he he overpaid for him. But ever since then, he's been a little gun shy. So. I think that there were some moves that we could have made. I was looking at Patrick Peterson thinking we can get a veteran corner out there or making some type of splash on the D-line, but I guess we're going to wait to the draft for that. So Jerry's going to stick to his guns and just and just wait it out. Yeah, I think he's gonna gonna wait it out. I mean, and well, first let me address the Bill Belichick, the great Bill Belichick. I, I don't know how great he's been. All right, my boy Tom Brady left, and everything oh. fell off the off the cliff. Uh, if we look at his draft record, I mean, he, had, he I'm not sure. I'm not sure he don't two players, Brady and Gronkowski. So I'm not sure about the great Bill Belichick. But back to the question. Um, look, I think I think the Cowboys, man. If we if we watch their track record ever since, like Danny McRae uh, just stated, ever since. We know we paid B car. We haven't really made that big splash in free agency. And I feel like their philosophy is, you know, groom from within and pay your guys that you draft from within. Has it always worked out? No. But the free agent class we had last year when we went out there and we did a little bargain shopping, we did a little here and a little bit of there. They were terrible. I mean, Jerry <laughs> cut, all, he cut every single free agent that that uh, we brought to the team. Half of them were cut before even the season started. So for Cowboys Nation to go out there and say, hey, let's plunge, let's plunge, let's plunge. I mean, look at our track record. Do we want to spend $50 million on something and ended up being a bust? Then we're really in the hole. So for me, um, I'm, I'm going to continue to ride with the what with, with the Joneses have been doing these past couple years, built with, from within. There are some moves out there in free agency that I would like to see the Cowboys make, but I'm not sure they would. Like I said, that free safety position, to me, 
is one of the top priorities that we got to get after. And there's plenty of free safety, free agents out there that will not break the bank. I've named a couple already on this show, Tayshawn Gibson, um, Trey Boston. There's plenty of options out there that can help this defense and they're bargains and they're very solid players. So for the free agents that we've gotten already so far on this defensive line, um, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I haven't really heard a lot about those guys, but um, hopefully they can come in here and, and provide some depth or provide some pop for this defense because we, ne- we know we need it. But um, going back to the question, I just feel like the Joneses, um, they, they've been doing a pretty good job these past couple of years as far as fielding a team. I know last year was kind of that, you know, ah, we're just going to throw that away because that whole free agent class was terrible. But I'm going to ride with them and hopefully they, they can get some more guys Hold on this defense to help. So so tell so tell me this. Would you have liked to see? Listen, because I know you guys are all on the Alabama cornerback and all that. It's yes. two guys. It's two guys out there. All right. You, I think I think that's a good bargain price for Patrick Peterson. And Kyle Fuller just became available on the market. If I'm looking at guys who I would pick, I would have taken over the unknown of uh, certain in the first round, I would have gave these two guys a shot. I think that would have been something where you could make a splash in free agency and you don't go out there and spend $50 million on a guy. You go out there and sign him to a one-year deal, kind of like you did Quinn, and see how it works uh, uh, for one year. I, I would love to have Fuller. I would love to have him on this squad. But when we were talking in our group text, uh, knew he, he made a great point that I think he's going to be I think he's going to have a lot of suitors out there. And I think his price is just going to keep rising and rising as people compete for his services. Um, but I would love to have him. I think he's a very solid corner out there. He's a pro bowler, all pro. And he seems like a great leader. He was in Chicago. So I would love to have him. Just not sure he can uh, we can we can afford that man. So what? So so and, would you have paid the ten mil for Patrick Peterson? Without a doubt. No. Without a doubt. I mean, ten mil, you, you you wouldn't have did that, Dewey. Oh, okay. Let me, see, let me hear why. Let me hear why, Dewey. <laughs> I, I I and and it's one one. I'm, because Dak Prescott got signed, and you start looking at how many people are making big money under this cap. You aren't going to be able to go out here and spend $10 million, especially on an older player. What you're trying to do, you're not going to Neiman Marcus. You're, you're trying not to be at five <laughs> below like you were last year, shop because five below was definitely five below. You're trying to figure out how, how can I get here to TJ Maxx. And Patrick oh. Peterson is not a TJ Maxx guy. Patrick Peterson is a TJ Maxx. <laughs> so, so we cut. Hey, baby. T- I, I didn't spend many a dollar TJ Maxx, baby. I like TJ Maxx. But so, so you trying, this is where the Cowboys are. The first week of free agency, you shopping at the nice big box store. They can't do that. So we try, we got to go hey, over here to, the, sh- to the shopping mall, to the shopping center. And this is where the Cowboys are going to be. If Kyle Fuller somehow can land in that spot, then maybe the Cowboys can do something. But Patrick Peterson was not going to be a, a guy they were going to be able to get at TJ Maxx, okay? Church, church, church. Do you, do you remember maybe a few months ago, my man knew he was throwing numbers out there for all the Smith, talking about three years, talking about $9 million a year, you know, and now you're talking about you can't get Patrick Peterson for 10, and you and you looking at all this Smith. They could have found a way to make it work with Patrick Peterson. They could have got them a Nordstrom's, and they would have been fine. We know we know these teams okay, know how to make stuff work with cap. The cap, they said the cap is imaginary. Where did I end up with, with, with Alden Smith? We were just talking about free agencies two weeks ago with guys. I said I just know where you started. I just okay, know where you started. Where I, That's okay, all I'm where saying. Where did I finish? Where did I finish? <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know where. I mean, well, listen. After you play like that, of course you're gonna finish finish that way. But I'm saying, okay, if you, you, you would have played I mean, better. You. 
okay? So so there you go. Now now that you're here, now that it's money paying time, I'm putting my checkbook away. Say, oh, thank you very much. We oh, he all talk. Knew he was all talk. Yeah. He was talking. So I didn't change my mind. You you know, as Bill Parcells used to say when he coached the Cowboys, I reserve the right to change my mind. I have changed my this mind on all It is time to go. It, it plus, you got a new defensive scheme. So at this time, we didn't think Mike Nolan was going to get fired. We think the Cowboys would be 6-10 and 10 and everything would blow up and the hot boys would be cold boys. But it happened. So Alder Smith got to go, Danny. All right. Patrick Peterson. No, I know. I'm not could, telling you that team. Patrick Peterson. So I'm not telling you that Patrick Peterson is not a player that could have helped the Cowboys. I'm just telling you by the way the Cowboys have spent their money and with this Dak Prescott deal, he was going to be too much for them. They're still trying to now go to TJ Maxx to get them Nikes, but you're not trying to get them Nikes at that price tag that you got to get at the higher store. That's all I'm saying, okay? So this is where you're at. Now, will, As you Kyle say that. Fuller, will Kyle Fuller get there? I don't think Kyle Fuller will get into the TJ Maxx category for the Cowboys. So I'd like to see the player here. I don't know if they can work out something creative. There's so many teams that have cap issues that maybe, maybe the Cowboys can get lucky enough to get the player. But they definitely weren't going to get Patrick Peterson, whose agent was smart enough to say, hey, let's strike. As soon as free agency hits, don't wait, because the longer you wait, the money dries up. Kyle Fuller is getting more money than Patrick Peterson on, on the market. I, I agree. I, he should. I agree. That's why I don't, like I said, I like the player, but I don't think they can afford the player. They're going to try to see if the player's price comes down. This is what the game they're playing right now as an organization, and I don't think that it will. Okay. I think the problem is we, we, we're over here shopping at TJ Maxx, man, when we need to be giving a little bit of Macy's or, or Dillard's love. I think that's what we need but to you, be going towards. We're not at, we're not at the Nordstrom level yet. We're not at the Nebel Marcus. But we can get some, some Macy's, some Dillard's in there. We can get some deals yes. like that in there. Yes. Some. Some. Because okay, we're bringing in nothing again, but, you know, no disrespect, but we're bringing in guys that, you know, <laughs> hey. Back, back up guys. The, yeah, these guys have been backups. They did backups for their teams. And why? <laughs> and why are you yes. doing that? Okay, and why are you doing that? You don't have enough money to go to Macy's. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is true. You clearly, and, you don't have enough money. This was going to be, and Church, you talked about it, when at first you hit the yeah. court. Oh, yeah. Moving on from Dak. This was what the cost was going to be. The Patriots can spend all this money because they've got all this money under the cap. The Cowboys don't have it. When you look at who they're paying, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, Tank Lawrence, you've got big contracts. So this is why you go into TJ Maxx. Your budget is limited. Okay? What's that? What, what's, Dak's, what, what's Dak's cap hit this year? 20, was it 22? 22. Come, so you got a $22 million cap hit? You're talking about because Dak signed the deal, that's why we can't go go, go shop at Nordstrom's? That, I, I think that's that was a great decision for them, and it actually saved them some bread to go out there and make some moves. Mm. We were looking at we were looking at thirty we were looking at thirty seven. Okay, and you're right, Danny. But at the same time, you still don't have all this this thought process that the Cowboys at the press conference I was at was trying to tell you. Hey, we got enough pie to go out here and build a competitive defense and team around Dak Prescott. That that did not include them jumping out the first week of free agency. I think they're still going to make moves, but you're not going to see first week free agency dollars where you're sitting here singing them. Hey, we got Patrick Peterson on one year, ten 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 million dollar deal. They're not doing that. I just I, feel I, like I mean, that was cheap. 
I feel, I feel like the two, I feel like ten mil for one okay. on, on a player like that is cheap. Oh, but but clearly they didn't. So that, that, you know, so that that's the that's that's the reality you have to live in is that they didn't feel like that was what they needed. Now, and this is something I don't know. This would be great if we could have a conversation. What does Dan Quinn want in a corner? Does Dan Quinn want? what Patrick Peterson brings. Clearly Mike Zimmer does, but that therein lies another question there. Um, and, and seeing where they get to here in week two. And I think if I'm a Cowboy fan, come off this whole premise of doggone it, they're not doing anything, I want them to do something here, just understand where you gotta go shopping, baby. Okay? We're not going to the, we're not going to the store you wanna go to. We gotta break y'all down. You can get good deals at TJ Maxx, and that's where the Cowboys are letting you know this is where they've been shopping. They ain't changing, baby. They got the credit card to the TJ Maxx now. They got the credit card, and this is where you go. Church, Church, when the last time you've been to TJ Maxx? Uh, you know, I was over there yesterday getting some, some kids' supplies, man. You know, some pool supplies for the kids. I was in TJ Maxx getting it. I had the cart. I had a little cart getting it in. I was get, I was shopping. All right? I had a little receipt list from TJ Maxx. You right? don't even know where it is, my man. Man, I'll tell you what, with friends like y'all, man, I'm telling you. Hey, baby. Look, Shad Khan, Shad Khan made sure you never had to go down to TJ Maxx again. Shout out right, to Shad Khan, like, by the way, man. Too. Shout out. Shad Khan paid you, baby, so you didn't have to do that anymore. And I'm happy for you. You're checking Shout out the Players Lounge. Players Lounge on DallasCowboys.com. Uh, we are brought to you by Hotels.com. Danny McCray, Perry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. All right, McCray, Church, play for the Cowboys' safety position. I'm just the old Cowboys reporter. Let's talk about a couple guys that the Cowboys uh, did make some moves on in free agency. They retained Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis, the slot corner, three years, $16.5 million, $8.5 million. Um, guaranteed. He's played in 61 of 66 possible games, 13 starts in 2020. It's basically the Anthony Brown deal. I'll start with you, McCray. Yeah. You good with this? You good with this? Listen, I'm good with it. It's a little confusing. Um, it makes me a little nervous for you guys and that certain pick because I'm like, now they got they, they got three guys out there. Uh, I, I see Jordan Lewis as being a better slot corner than uh, Anthony Brown, so maybe they'll pump, uh, bump him outside and make him compete with whoever they ended up drafting. But, you know, I've been saying this all along. I think that the defensive coordinator really set these guys back because last two, uh, two years ago as we were watching Jordan Lewis, I thought that he was uh, prepared to be one of the best slot corners in the league. He, You see his instincts, you can see his quickness, you can see him making plays on the ball, and then all that just kind of left last year. So I think with a new uh, new coaching staff, new new scheme, uh, new new techniques, and, and getting back to the basics, I think he'll he'll show that he's worth uh, what they paid him this year. Yeah, this this move right here for me, it, it was a head-scratcher. It was a head-scratcher because, like you said, uh, D-Mac, they, they basically got – two nickel corners they're paying two nickel corners top nickel money not top nickel money but good nickel money i mean you got anthony brown and jordan lewis who are both prototypical nickels as far as body stature quicks all that stuff they're the same player and we've seen anthony brown transition from the nickel to the outside corner with not that great success so if you're doing if you're paying both of those guys and they play the same position i don't see one of those guys going out to the outside i just don't see it they don't have the body type i'm not saying they're not good enough to do it but they just don't have the physical body type to go out there and compete with a taller corner 
or the taller receivers like the A.J. Greens of the world and all that stuff. So I see them both being the same type of player. So for you to have both guys getting paid that much money in the same position, I, that's a head-scratcher to me. Uh, nothing against Jordan Lewis because, like McCray said, I think he was going to be one of the most prototypical nickels, and he was a ball magnet the year before last in 2019 he was a ball magnet um this year he took a kind of a dip but a lot of that people are saying is due to the mike nolan system and a lot of these guys didn't know what they were doing out there so hopefully he can get back to that ball magnet type of play but um like i said it was a head scratcher because you already got that guy anthony brown and they had the same similar skill set i thought we could have used those dollars somewhere else maybe gotten a, a k1 short on the defensive line or something like that um, but we ended up going with Jordan Lewis, which I found it as a head scratcher. And uh, hopefully we still go after Sertain. But if we I mean, if we don't, we still got those three guys sitting there. And I just I just don't see that as being a solid three <laughs> corner, you know, cornerback group. You know, I think we have a great or not a great, but we have a developing outside guy in Diggs. We have two good nickel corners in Brown and Lewis. But we still don't have that outside piece. And if you bring in Sertain, that's just a lot of money in that secondary room. For not a lot of proven players, and uh, you know, it was a head scratcher to me. All right, this is good. I, I like the conversation. I love the conversation where this is going. So let me kind of play devil's advocate, and then you guys can shoot it down. Anthony Brown is on a three year deal, so this will be year two of the three year deal. So that third year, you may decide you want to move on from Brown, and then you've got Lewis there. By signing Lewis, yeah. you kind of give yourself, all right, we've got two guys here. They're placeholders. we got three corners. If you draft another guy, let's say a Sertan or Farley at 10, and who knows, maybe you could somehow magically find Kyle Fuller looking real good at the TJ Maxx aisle. You could possibly get him and then have a whole <laughs> different looking type of cornerback <laughs> thing. But right now, just here we are, you know, just a couple days after St. Patrick's Day, isn't it almost like an insurance policy? See the insurance policy to say, "Hey, look, we can get Jordan Lewis on an Anthony Brown deal, which looks better for us, and we'll kind of figure the Anthony Brown deal out later. But we can still, if we want to, add to this DB room. But just in free agency right now, and we look at how the Cowboys have operated, Jordan Lewis is a guy you know. And going back to what you said, Danny, echoes what Stephen Jones was saying at that press conference for Dak Prescott. He said, "We have players here." that Dan Quinn can work with. There is talent to work with. He clearly feels that Jordan Lewis was a guy who underperformed under Mike Nolan, who in, the, in their own kind way didn't say, this dude didn't know what he was doing. Is, is, yeah. is Richard okay. Sherman still out there? Sorry, Church. Is, yes. Oh, no, you good. Go ahead, bro. Is, is Richard Sherman still out there as a free agent? Because I, I know he yes. played under Dan Quinn, and you're looking for a veteran, and uh, you're looking for something on the TJ Maxx aisle. He might be in that price range uh, as he's looking for places to go. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't throw that out there because, like I said, you, you know, defensive coordinators are always looking for leaders who were in their previous uh, in their previous scheme that can make things happen. So be on the lookout for Richard Sherman and the talks of him heating up uh, coming to the Cowboys. And look, and Louie, I would right. agree. I would agree with your point about you know having a, a placeholder and having guys for the future because you know after guaranteed money is up with A. Brown, I, I see unless he has you know a spectacular season, they're probably going to move on from him, and then you can insert Jordan Lewis right there. And I would agree with that if we had the luxury of having a great front seven, like if we had a great front seven already, and we were just like you know what, let's add some depth for future reference and all that other stuff. I would definitely agree with you, but we just have so many other needs right now to go ahead and pay two slot corners I, I just don't I don't understand that I feel like we could have used those dollars elsewhere um, but you know hey the Cowboys <laughs> in free agency we, we know <laughs> it's up in the air man 
Okay, and let, 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 let's keep rolling here. And I'll throw this out here. We talk about injuries. And a possible 17th game could be added to the schedule. That's out there. So having, you know, having some depth in the, in the defensive backfield is not a bad deal. Now, I come back to what you just said here, Church. Spending money up front. Who was the guy in free agency that you said, man, they should have went and got this player up front that they could also afford? At the time, before we got Jordan Lewis, I just wanted, depending on what Nadamakin wanted, man, I, we still haven't heard any, or any numbers on what Nadamakin might have wanted in free agency. He's still out there. He's still out there. There's a K-1 short still out there. And I feel like those dollars, I feel like those could have went to those players or potential players that could get after the quarterback. And I think we need that more than anything. We both talked about this on the last episode and previous episodes of how we would build a defense from the front to back. And from right now, from what the Cowboys are doing, it's looking like they're, they're putting more emphasis on the back end and they're putting more emphasis on guys that haven't really done much in the, in the NFL yet. I can see if these guys were just automatic ball hawks and just lighting it up. If they were the Legion of Boom, yes, bring all those guys back. But these guys struggled a lot last year and we struggled a lot more up in the front of our defense last year. So I feel like we should have put allocated more dollars toward that, injecting more funds into that defensive line than going ahead and ensuring our back end before that. But it's not over. Well, that's just my Maybe thought it's process. Not over. It's not it, over. It's not. It's not over. You're right. It's Let's not. take a break. Let's take a break. And, and, and I, I, something you said about Sue just made me trigger this. Oh, yeah, I got to say this. So let's take a break right here. Uh, we we got to pay the bills. And uh, we'll be back to talk about <laughs> Adamic and Sue and this D-line on the Players Lounge right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Adjust your cleats. Adjust your pads. Even adjust your helmet. But seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John's fabric keeps you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. And now they even have loungewear. Yeah, loungewear. Shop underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. Family to enjoy. Help support local Frisco businesses by visiting us 
to dine, shop, and explore the Dallas Cowboys-themed campus. For all information on the star that the star has to offer, visit thestardistrict.com. All right, you're in the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. We are in our SWBC virtual home studios. I'm Louis Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by two former Dallas Cowboys safeties, Barry Church and Danny McCray. So we've been talking about free agency. The Cowboys... Uh, basically taking care of a little bit of the back end. Now, they did take care of some of the front end, all right? So yesterday, three defensive uh, linemen were signed. You had uh, Carlos Watkins coming from Houston on a one-year deal. Brent Urban, defensive end slash defensive tackle coming over from uh, the Chicago Bears. And defensive end Terrell Basham, two-year deal, $6 million, 27, uh, three and a half sacks last year. He was with the Jets. Church, I would love to see Indomitian Sue here. The issue for the Cowboys is... His first preference from what's being reported is to play in Tampa again. But Tampa is trying mm -hmm. to re-sign players and get guys back, and they've done that, which makes me start to wonder, is there enough money for Sue to come, to, to come back to Tampa? And if I'm the Cowboys, the longer this goes, I think the bigger the possibility that you could make that phone call to Sue and get in on it. But also, Sue's a guy who, who likes his money. So by saving a little bit of the powder, maybe you can go ahead and get an impact guy. You just have to be a little bit, you have to be a little bit patient here. And while Cowboy fans don't want to hear it, I, I, I'm still thinking a guy like Sue could be a possibility, Church. I'm still thinking that. I, I would love it. I would love it if he was able to come out here because he, he just brings that nasty just mm -hmm. in your face. It doesn't care who he's playing against. You saw when he, in the <laughs> NFC Championship, he was throwing Rodgers around and letting them hear about it after every play. That's the type of guys you want to go to battle with on a defensive line. But let me go ahead and throw another name out there that, you know, he might be available because he hasn't produced in the past couple years, but this guy has a heck of a talent. And that's just, that's just Clowney. I mean, look, he hasn't produced no. a lot, so I don't think he's going to throw a lot of money. I don't think he's going to mm -hmm. garner a lot of money out there. But, look, if this guy is hungry, we've seen him make plays in the past. I know we got Randy Gregory. I know we got D-Law out there. So he, that's the only thing. That's the only problem. He would be taking snaps from one of those guys. But overall, I mean, if he, if he can come on a team-friendly deal, you don't think we, we should kick the tires on that? Mm -mm. No. <laughs> okay. I'm going. I'm going against it mainly because, like you said, we we got rent. First of all, let Nui tell it. We have no money at all to do anything. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Jadavian Clowney is a TJ Maxx player either. But I really, really do believe that if you keep Randy Gregory, you know, keep his mind right, keep him, you know, in tune with the game, and keep him out of trouble. I think that he has the potential to hold down that right side of the defensive line. And I don't think you want to mess that up by bringing somebody like Clowney in. And I think one our, our biggest problem, number two, was the interior. I know we went out there and got three three guys. And like I said, mo mainly they had been backup players, hadn't started a full season uh, for the majority of those guys. So I think you really need to make that splash thing. So whatever money you can get out there to put towards Sue, and then, you know, I, I'm going to hate to say this, but in the draft, you need to find a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find a guy because, you know, what, what we went out here and got in free agency just isn't isn't what's going to save us from being the worst run team in the league. We, we really need some guys with some names and that Sioux leadership and that nastiness. I think that'll really right. work for us. So let me let me just throw this scenario out here because it seems where this is heading. 
The Cowboys sit out the first week, so they're not shopping. They're not shopping big the first week. But they come back the second week, and they sign some good players to some good deals, which fit and work for them. Because guys are, I mean, teams are starting to run out of money. And so you start to look at the Cowboys, and the thing that they can sell to a whole lot of free agents is this. There's no state taxes here. And mm-hmm. we've got our quarterback. We got our quarterback back, and we feel like we're going in the right direction. That to me is going to be Jerry. You know, can Jerry be the salesman here? So if this is where they go with this, McCray, can you live with it? Can, can you be all right if that you know you let Jerry kind of play this thing out a little bit better and be so much better at signing free agents this year because you got Quinn coming in here running a better scheme? Thoughts. Absolutely. I'll be okay with it, one, because, I, I listen, there's a sword I'm going to die on. I'm, I'm climbing this hill, and I'm telling you, Dan Quinn is in there. He's making these decisions, and he's going to get the best guys available for him that, that they can afford. So I believe Dan Quinn is going to make this happen. I believe second week, third week, whatever week it is, he's going to pinpoint his guy who he needs on his team to be that leader and be his voice in that locker room and get these guys right. So I'm okay with it. What I have loved to see, like I said, a, a, a big splash at corner, a big splash at defensive tackle, big splash at safety. Of course, I would love to see it. But I said I believe in Dan Quinn. And I think he's gonna he's gonna make this thing happen. Nui, Nui, let me tell you something, man. This this has <laughs> eight and eight. And seven and nine <laughs> written all over it right now. I mean, it, it's all over the chalkboard right now. I mean, look, we got Dan Quinn coming in here. And, and McCray, he's a part of the crew, man. They, they think Quinn is going to come in here and just shape these players and turn this, you know, one of the historically bad defenses into one of the best defenses we have. And bargain shopping and at that. So I just don't, I, I don't really, personally, I don't believe Dan Quinn um, can do that for these players. I think this guy is a, is, a, is a good defensive coordinator, but I think he needs his tools, as we saw in, in Seattle. He had those players to kind of make that defense come alive. I'm not sure he can do that with the cupboard of tools he has right now in Dallas. And as we continue to bargain shop, I know it's not over yet. I know free agency is not over yet. But if we continue this trend of just bargain shopping and getting these Dollar General, no disrespect, I ain't going to say Dollar General. TJ Maxx. <laughs> you did um, say you know, it's, it's, it. You I, did I, I, say I apologize. it. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I, apologize. I, I did not mean that. That was disrespectful. I apologize. Oh, okay. If we, if we keep going down this bargain shopping road, I mean, I just don't see us turning around. I just see an offense you know putting up all these points but an eight and eight seven and nine written all over it to me so last year we saw the cowboys ink everson griffin and we thought at the time it would be a good signing one thing that i think we can all agree on is that they ended up getting a player with a good reputation at a favorable price for them the year before that robert quinn get a favorable price on a player, and it ended up turning out correctly for them. I am thinking that this is going to be that same type of deal where they're going to be able to find a player that works for them. And several teams across the league can find some players that work for them, such as Patrick Peterson going to Minnesota. That works for them. So that's, to me, going to be the interesting thing. Can the Cowboys do it again and you know, I, I, I give Danny, I believe what Danny says here, that Quinn can get guys in a better position because Mike Nolan was, was, was so tragically bad at being a defensive coordinator and that the Joneses stepped in and they said, hey, here's Dan Quinn and, and you've got 
you got Mike McCarthy rolling along with that here. Wanted to bring up another topic here about the defense. And I saw uh, on social media uh, alleged trade talks about Michael Gallup, receiver of the Cowboys, to New England for <laughs> Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Gilmore is being shopped. Gilmore's got one year left at $7 million. The Patriots probably are not going to keep him around. He also, according to uh, NFL Network, wants a new deal. So if you trade for Gilmore, he's not showing up for just $7 million. He wants a new deal. (laughs) So your overall opinion, fellas, on Gallup for Gilmore, would you want to do this deal? I'll start with you, Mr. McCray. No, I, I listen. I really like Gallup. I think he's a really, really important part of our offense. He's that guy who can go deep and make those those big catches, those the grabs like Des Bryant used to make. You don't see Amari Cooper making those type of grabs. C.D. Lamb will eventually get there, but if you look at our team over the last couple of years, Michael Gallup is that guy who can go up for that one-on-one ball. He's our main deep threat. So I, I really like him being on our team, and I don't think that's an even trade for us of what we're looking for. Stephon Gilmore said. Seven million and gonna be looking for a bigger deal. If that's the case, we should have went and got Patrick Peterson or uh, Kyle <laughs> Fuller. So, or, or Kyle Fuller. I mean, I, I think there's better options out there for us, uh, and they will be cheaper. So that's not a trade that I'm willing willing to do. I like our offense and the way it looks right now. Uh, look, for me, I, I say no simply because, like you said, Nui, if we bring him in here, he's going to want a new deal. And, I, you know, I don't know if we do that. We, but if he comes in here just saying, let's just say hypothetically, he comes in here, he's on his mercenary. I'll take it about one year for seven mil, whatever. I'll play with you guys. I would do it in a heartbeat. I would do it just <laughs> like that. If he if he came in here and said, I'll play that one for seven and then I'll go about my way, I'll do it in a heartbeat. I love Michael Gallup. I love what he brings. He's, you know, he, he gets those 50-50 balls. He's kind of that deep deep threat guys has great hands but but we have so many options on offense i mean we got cooper we got blake jarwin coming back from injury we got schultz who who, um was reliable out there we got cd lamb i mean hopefully our fullback friend ezekiel elliott gets back on his on on track so like i I think we have so many options out there offensively that if we were able to bring a solid corner like that in here oh i'd do it in a heartbeat but like you said Nui, he's gonna want a new deal and, and that's the reason i would say no Hold on, hold on, church. Hold on. I can't let you go with that one. All right, listen. You named Amari Cooper out there. We all talk about the disappearing act, you know, and him being in the game and not available as much as we hope that he is. You said Blake Jarwin was coming off a torn, was it, is it ACL, right? ACL. Torn ACL. He's coming off a torn ACL. So we don't have it. You're calling the running back a fullback. So when you start listing the weapons that we currently have, it would seem like they're a little shaky. And we've seen Michael Gallup go out there and change the entire dynamic of the game when Amari Cooper isn't really making plays or when uh, CeeDee Lamb was getting double teamed or not running the correct routes. Michael Gallup has been consistent. Out of those three Church. guys, out of our top three receivers, who, who in y'all opinion is the least valuable out of, out of those three receivers? Church, I'm going to stop you right here and go back to what we <laughs> spoke about last week, okay? Go back to what we spoke about last week, and, and this is not just looking at 2021. It's looking past this. You saw the Cowboys did not restructure Cooper's deal at all. They restructured Tyron Smith. They restructured Zach Martin and Lyle Collins. They left Cooper's deal alone. What do we know about Cooper's deal after this year? The guarantees are gone. That is basically a a two-year, $40 million deal. So you can get out of Cooper's contract for only $6 million against the cap. 
So you take that savings, you put it towards Michael Gallup and re-up him and let Cooper go. This is true. So that's why I'm not trading Michael Gallup because I'd like to figure out a way if I'm the Cowboys to keep him long term versus paying Amari Cooper another $20 million in 2021 because now that you've got Dak in here and you see where some of these other veterans are going, you're going to have to find some savings somewhere in your football team. So you basically, I look at it as you let Cooper go and you can probably see if you can get Gallup for $10 million a year. That's my hey, take church. on that. So that's the thing on Cooper. And Church, if we get, if we get um, Gilmore... Who, who are you taking at 10? Oh, I'd go D-line then. I'd go D-line then. If, 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 if we had Gilmore in there, we'd have Gilmore, A. Brown, J. Lou, and then we got Diggs on other. Yeah, I'm going D-line, man. I'm going D-line for sure. I'm, I, and I'm, still, having, go ahead. I'm, still, having, I'm still having a hard time finding that top 10 D-lineman out there. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. You're not. You're trading yeah. out. At that point in time, you're trading, you're trading out. And look, you can still trade out now. If if. If Bill Belichick is going to spend all this money right now and the Cam Newton deal is full of so many incentives, it's basically three and a half million dollars guaranteed right now. So Mm -hmm. that tells me that he's not sold on him and Cam Newton while back, he's looking for a better option. So if the Patriots sitting here at 15 and Bill Belichick, if you're going to go in, go all the way in. Why not going up to 10? And if you're the Cowboys, I go from 10 to 15 and now I got more options, a lot more Mm -hmm. options. And, and then this is true. if you wanted to look at taking a defensive lineman, Danny, now maybe some of those guys can fit in there. But most of all, do you want to bring in an unhappy Gilmore? If this guy's like, man, I want to be here on a one-year deal, then, then what, what kind of attitude are you getting? Is that what you want to deal with? You guys have been in the room. What is it like to get a player who's been a former defensive player of the year, who's been a Super Bowl winner, who feels like he's underpaid? That's true. I just don't see Gilmore being that type of guy. Like, I, I don't see him coming in here, you know, being that complainer. I mean, he's you never really hear about him, you know, being outspoken or anything like that. So I wouldn't, you know, see him doing that, you know, being all kind of, oh, I'm on this one-year deal. I ain't playing. Um, but you never know. When money comes into things, you know, people like to change. So if we, we never know. But I don't think the Cowboys will take that deal simply because if we do trade him, that he's going to want a new deal and it's going to cause problems. So it's a no overall, but I'd love to see it happen. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, Let's hit another break here. When we come back, um, let's dive into something, Church, you put in in the group text here. One player on the team that needs to go. One player on the Cowboys team that needs to go. Let's dive into that next right here. Hey, I don't even think I put that in the message board, man. (laughs) Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery, Cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. 
Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet. But seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John's fabric keeps you cool and dry on the field or in the stands, and now they even have loungewear. Yeah, loungewear. Shop underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. Hey, get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life starting at just $20. Join now and get your exclusive fan pack and member benefits. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details. All right, church, I misspoke 100% my problem. I did not <laughs> look at the last word in the text. The Lord said in here, it says, one player or position that boys still need to go after. So I was thinking it was a player or position that or, or players that needed to go now so so i got it wrong but i got three dudes that gotta go okay players that need to go already brought you alden smith alden smith doesn't fit this scheme not a dan quinn guy three four player alden smith gotta go tyrone crawford thank you very much but no Injuries too much. <laughs> Should have been gone two years ago. Tyrone Crawford's been gone two years. The Cowboys are the kings of keeping dudes two years too long. Sean Lee, I love you, Sean Lee. Oh. I love you, but Sean Lee cannot come back here. Okay, I ain't getting 16 games out of Sean Lee. And people, oh, he's a leader. He's a no, no. You know what? Somebody else got to lead. Somebody else got to sit up here and do something. Um, no, no more Sean Lee. So those are three guys that the Cowboys need to go ahead and say goodbye to. I had a fourth guy that was a punter, Chris Jones, but thankfully they went ahead and rolled him on his little old way, and he's good. Another guy that, that went on his way that I was cool with is Cheeto Wuzie. And it's not a personal thing. I like Cheeto, man. I like I, I like the dude, but it just didn't work here the way we thought it would work with him. And maybe he finds uh, the Cincinnati scheme fits for him, and maybe he becomes a better player there. But the Cheeto thing was just a disappointment. So those guys, you know, two, two guys gone already. Three other dudes need to be joining. But those are five guys for me that the Cowboys need to go ahead and move on along. You shake hands. You say thank you for your service. We wish you well. Can, can you go back? Can you go back and touch on that Sean Lee uh, reason for, for why he should be gone? Uh, Sean injuries. <laughs> I mean, we're looking at injuries. Injuries. And 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 I go back to this: the Cowboys specialize in keeping guys about two years too long. In New England, they get rid of you a year too early. The Cowboys keep you around. A year too long. And this has been from the time when, when, when they had guys from the 90s where Jerry would just keep them. And then they had guys like Mark Colombo and Flozell Adams, guys at Doug Free, guys that they kept two years too long that they needed to move on away from. Um, they, they've got to stop holding on to guys. And Danny, one guy here that's going to be really interesting is Tyron Smith down the road here. How much longer? I know you brought it up already. 
But I'm telling you, the way the Cowboys operate, especially the way they like to push these contracts and push money out, they end up keeping dudes too long. But Sean Lee has been injured for the last two seasons. Last three, well, actually, the, pretty much the bulk of his career. But when you've not been able to count on him the past three seasons. And I'm I glad you, I'm glad. Time to, it's time to go ahead and move on. And the, one of the things that they kept harping on, and people say, hey, man, Sean's a great leader. He's this, he's that. And Sean is a good dude. And this is a guy who I believe could be a very good coach one day. But at this point in time with Jalen Smith, and you already got Leighton Van Der Esch. Van Der Esch has got issues staying on the field. You can't, have two, you can't bring back two dudes who got issues staying on the field. You need to move on from Sean Lee. Look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm here to say, man, I don't disagree with anything you said. I think you hit the nail on every free agent um, that you that you said it needs to go. I mean, we, we, we had the examples out there. We all know that. Um, but I will say this. This is where they got it right and where I think they got it wrong. I think they got it right when they got when they um, offered CJ, you know, his deal and he took it. So shout out to CJ. He was one of the best yes. special teamers, not only on the Cowboys, but in the whole entire uh, football league. So I'm glad we were able to re-sign him and bring him back and kind of bolster our special teams unit. So I'm glad they did it like that. But where they got it wrong, man, why they have to do the GOAT like that? I'm talking about LP. Yeah. All right, this dude has been here 16 years, been one of the most consistent long snappers in the game. I don't even think he's ever had a botched snap. So for me, nope. I mean, I feel like he had at least a couple more left in him, a couple more, and they went their own way. So, hey, I think they did that wrong. But, hey, shout out to signing back CJ because he's one of the best special teamers in well, the game. Why'd they, why'd they do it, though, uh, Nui? Because they didn't really save much money by letting LP go. I, like it, that, it, it, that was really, really confusing. I understand that coaches come in and they want to bring in their own guys, but when you got a guy who's been a model of consistency and, and performed for you at the highest level, I don't understand how you just want to bring in somebody else so badly. Yeah, like so, you said, McCray, it ain't like he's breaking the bank. I, look, I'm, I'm on board with what you guys are saying 100%. Uh, I, I'm not happy that LP Latticeur, who's always done his job efficiently, is gone. But I'll go back to the press conference when Jerry Jones sat there and said, we have a great head coach, a great coach. And I was over there and I sided Jerry, I was shaking my head. And then he said, we got a fantastic special teams coach. He's all in on Bones Fossil. So Fossil, once again, wants to bring in another one of his guys. Did they need Legatron? No. But that was what who Bones Fossil wanted, and they said, fine. And now he's going to bring in his long snapper. And the only thing I can say is this long snapper better be good because the first time he makes a mistake, we gonna go out, I'm going to be going after Bones Fossil. I won't go after the long snapper. I'm going to go after the special teams coach that wanted him. You better be right. 100% right for this whole thing and you want yeah. your operation. Then the operation better sing next year. Better be sweet. Better be good. Better be better than that. I know one thing. They, they just need to take a little bit of power off of, out of Fossil's hands when it comes to calling these fake punts and, and fake things. I mean, we, we've seen too many of those this, this year, and they were all negative. They were all just, just bad options and head-scratching decisions. So I hope we don't get into that, but... Like you said, man, I, this long snapper, that's, a, that's a, some big shoes to fill because LP, I mean, he, he was a top. He was a top of the dogs, man. Yeah, then, and, yeah. and I want to give a shout-out to CJ, man. Congratulations 
on getting your deal signed. And I hate to be a Debbie Downer because I'm really, really happy for the dude. But Cowboys, man, you just took too long. You should have locked this dude up way sooner. Show him how important he is to the organization, man. And, and, and send a message out there that we are finally taking special teams serious. You cut one of the best special teams players in the league by cutting LP. Then you waited just a little bit too long and you risk CJ getting up out of here because you never know what could happen in free agency. So congratulations to him. But I think they should have just moved a little bit faster. And that's just a special teams guy in me. I don't know in terms of moving faster, in terms of, you know, just where they're looking at their priority list, in terms of, you know, were they trying to do something, deal with the Wuzier? I don't know, but it got done. And, and that's what I'm just looking at. At the, end, at the end, it got done. And it was a multi-year deal instead of a one-year deal. So I, I, I can't, you can argue with the process. I'm just looking at the result and say, okay, boom, the baby was delivered. Might have been some complications for CJ, but hey, boom, baby's delivered. We're good. Listen. All right, they showed Louis, me the they, baby, and I'm They good. released them last year. They released them last year and took a yeah. chance on them. Took, took a chance that last year. Then you wait, you wait, you know, extra days to go ahead and lock the man down this year. I just didn't like the process that happened over the last two years. The dude has been once again a model of consistency and one of the best players on your team. You just go ahead and take care of that man, especially after after the deal that he pretty much gave y'all last year by saying he was going to sign back after you released him at the beginning of the season. Danny, I'm not arguing you about that. I'm just saying, okay, it was some complications in the delivery, but it was delivered. Oh yeah, and it got done. That's a, it, oh yeah, it got, it got done. It got done. It got and, done. And so so right. So you, you could have been smoother because they came out of a day one. Yes, but they didn't. I'm just happy it got done. And most of all, I'm I was really happy to see when I saw it said two years. You know, all right, boom, good for you, CJ. That they my fear was that they bring it back on a one year deal. So to me, I yeah. think they, they they've gone out here really. Said so he may not have liked it, but I think he liked it the end. Of, of you got some guaranteed money, you got a two year deal, and and there's a commitment, a true first time commitment to him. So I I, I got to go ahead and just say, hey man, I'm good with it. <laughs> you know, I'm good with it. Hey, I know one thing, CJ, man. He, if you're listening, don't, don't big time us now. I mean, you, you was on the show earlier. Now that you got this deal, you got, you got some money in your pockets, man. Don't big time us now. We need you back on the show, man. Listen, <laughs> CJ is, is literally the first special teams player to get paid since Sam Hurd. Because when they paid Jeff Heath, they really signed a, a, a safety yeah. CJ is going to be expected to just play special teams. So ever since Sam Hurd back in, I think, 2011, 2010, CJ is the first dude to get paid for special teams. So shout out to you, man. You're changing the game out there. All right. Let's, uh, let's chat about a couple of things we've seen in other places here. Washington signs Ryan Fitzpatrick to a one-year $10 million contract. They inked Taylor Heineke in the offseason. They still have Josh Allen. Those are their three quarterbacks. Some people question whether or not Washington may try to move up or try to acquire a quarterback in the first round. Um, several people on social media and several people in the media saying now that they believe Washington is the favorite in the division because they signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. Church, your feeling on that. Is Washington the favorite in the uh -huh. NFC East? 
No, I would still, I would, I would say the Cowboys are the favorite, but I say Washington is a close second. I feel like they have the second best quarterback in the division behind Dak Prescott, but they for sure got the best defense, especially with that front seven and the way Chase Young and then Boyd can capture the quarterback. I mean, they got a hellacious defense over there, and I feel like that will keep them in almost every single game. The only thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick, we've seen this in the past, is he'll have a couple games, two or three games, where you're like, oh, my goodness, this guy is lighting it up. He's throwing for 400 yards, five touchdowns. This guy is immaculate. But then he'll have a stretch of about eight or nine games where he's throwing three picks. He's throwing teams back into the game. So for me, I wouldn't say they're the favorite just because they signed Fitzpatrick. I do think it gives them an upgrade at that position from Taylor Heineke and Haskins and uh, Alex Smith. But I still have them second behind the Cowboys, but a close second because that hellacious defense, I think, is going to be a problem for years to come. And if they're able to have any semblance of an offense, consistent offense, this team is going to be is going to be trouble in the NFC East. But I still think the Cowboys got this. They Ooh, cut Haskins. Man. He's in Pittsburgh now. Yeah, Haskins <laughs> about it. He, he, he <laughs> listen, Church. I, I, I listen. I got to go against you on this one, man. Just based okay. off. What, what we saw last year, the moves we've made so far in free agency, uh, I just don't think that we've gotten that much better just, just on paper. And I think the only thing that Washington was missing last year was a quarterback like Ryan Fitzpatrick. They had a running game. They, had, they got the receivers. They got a tight end. And they got the defense. And we know on any given day, Ryan Fitzpatrick can be a top five quarterback in true. the league. And then opposite of that, yes, he can go out there and throw throw some passes that shouldn't be shouldn't be thrown. But I think this will be different for him because he has that running game to lean on. He has some receivers, and defense wins these games, man. We saw what uh, what Tampa was able to do against Kansas City, and and Washington has that type of defense. So I, I got to give him a little notch up on us. We'll see how it goes after we make our moves in free agency, and I probably will hopefully be able to change that after like week one or two. But right now, Washington has it. Ryan Fitzpatrick, and, and if anybody's ever ha- had him as their fantasy quarterback, you understand what it is. He may give you two weeks where he's a top scorer, and then he's going to give you three weeks where you're just like, oh, my goodness gracious, what's he going to do? And when you need it the most throughout his career, he's not been able to deliver. I remember the one year he was, he was with the New York Jets, and he had an opportunity to, to get these guys – into the playoffs and he just totally messed it up or either he was with Buffalo and it was against the Jets. It was one or the other because Dennis Thurman was talking about it because he was he was with uh, both of those clubs but um, it was an issue. It was an issue and it was just like hey man the the guy just kind of turns into who you thought he was and he's a good backup quarterback but he's not that guy. You know it's funny so many people like hey can Dak Prescott be that guy that takes you over the top? Ryan Fitzpatrick is that guy who can't. He's a good player and he helps you but he won't get you over the top. And as a 38-year-old, we've seen enough about uh, what he's going to bring you. By the way, some breaking news. Pittsburgh is retaining wide receiver Juju Smith. So, oh, no. Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster, I should say. Uh, anyway, so he, he, he's going back. Uh, Steelers putting their money on the offense, and they need some defensive help, and they need some offensive line help. But, hey, they're about the weapons, and they're trying to have one last ride with Big Ben. So there you go. There you go. The Steelers Juju Smith-Schuster? I just, I don't, that, to me, Juju, it depends on what the price tag and what they signed him for. I, I didn't see that. But Juju, I mean, yes. we've seen ever since A.B. left, he, is, he was supposed to take over as that number one, that bona fide receiver. That's supposed to be Big Ben's number one. 
And he, he just hasn't been able to do that. When, defensive, when defenses focus their coverage on Juju Smith-Rooster, he's been a no-show. He has to have somebody yes. else out there to kind of take the, kind of take the limelight away from him and have defenses focusing on him to where he can just get one-on-one coverage. And then he'll be able to work. But they don't have that guy in the Steelers' locker room with him. I mean, they don't have another A.B. They got some developing guys that, you know, in the future, like a Chase Claypool or Deontay Johnson, they could develop into something special. But right now... Seeing Juju as your number one, I mean, it's going to be another one of those big Ben. Let me throw it five yards and hope these guys can run. And and we, as we've seen in the playoffs, defense will choke down on big Ben and they won't be able to go anywhere, especially without a run game. So that was a head scratcher to me. I thought they for sure would be letting Juju go. What, what way, was Gino, crazy about Geno Atkins has been released by the Cincinnati Bengals, 33 years old on March 28th. Uh, they drafted him in 2010, eight-time Pro Bowl selection, two-time first-team All-Pro, named to the NFL's All-Decade team. He's got 75.5 sacks, which ranks second in Bengals franchise history. They say $9.5 million by letting him go. So there you go. Mm. Also with Reef. They released Riley Reef, so that's how they say 9.5 mil with the Bengals. So, anyway, another defensive tackle out there. Well, let, let me hit on, on Juju just quickly. I don't believe that Juju is the number one receiver on the Steelers right now. I think that uh, Deontay Johnson is, has more potential than Juju does, and Claypool is, is, is an emerging receiver as well. So, I would like to see the price tag and see if they paid him like a number one receiver in the NFL because I, I see those other two guys surpassing him in this season or the next. And, so oh, goodness, deal, Gino. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So they didn't commit the that much to him. Saying, yeah, mm. one-year deal okay. right now. Gotcha. Right, okay, that, well, that, that, yeah, that sounds right. And this Gino Atkins, Church, do it. You going to get him? Hell yeah, depending on that price tag. <laughs> hey, G- Gino, I mean, if he's healthy, Gino is still, in my mind, he can still be a definitely a bona fide starter. And I wouldn't call him a difference maker, but he would be a lot better than what we have in there right now. And I, for sure, he's if the better price than is Don right, I'd go after him. Oh, without a doubt. Without <laughs> a doubt. He's better Don't than, than Poe. So, I, yeah, I would go after him for sure, D-Mac. I would. Um, it, it's New good. It? By the way, J- Justin Simmons signed four years, $61 million, $35 guaranteed money to go mm. back to Denver. So there's a safety Ooh. off the market. So also Justin Simmons is Dak Prescott. Uh, they have Dak Prescott. They both are represented by Todd Franz. So he'll become the NFL's highest paid safety and the first safety in the NFL to mm. make over $15 million a year. So Todd Franz revenge tour this, uh, this is pretty good. Uh, so And he also Man. got... Uh, Bud Dupree paid in Tennessee, and he tore his ACL. So Todd France played the waiting game, didn't get those three guys. Uh, French uh, uh, didn't get him uh, long-term contracts last year when all three were franchised, gets them all long-term contracts a year later. So congratulations, Todd France. Mm. I was wrong. Does he get props? I apologize. I apologize. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, Nui, Nui, tell me this. Who is Trent Williams' agent? All right, because if you're talking about making boss moves, my man told Washington, I am not playing for y'all no more. Y'all going to have to trade me. After they had already paid him, they trade him. Then he goes and gets paid. And did you see the pettiness in it? He got paid one cent more than the guy from uh, from Green Bay, I believe, just so to make him the highest paid guy. (laughs) Bakhtiari, I believe. And and add this in here. When they made the trade, he made San Francisco put in there that they wouldn't franchise tag. 
was put in the deep. So he got himself a nice deal in San Francisco, decided that they wanted to go there. Um, guys, look at what we're starting to see here. They're going to be able to go to TJ Maxx and get this player, to get some players. Okay? I'm just saying. Just wait a little bit, guys. Wait a little bit. They're going to be okay. You don't have to. You don't, you're not going to have to go, you're not gonna have to, go to, to, to Nordstrom and get it, baby. They're going to be able to get some good. I'm telling you, man, I've been shopping at TJ Maxx for a long time. And you can find good deals. Just got to be there on the right day. And know when the shipment I, comes in. If you know when the shipment comes in, Thursdays, you're going to be all right. I'm not participating with you. I'm not participating with you or church in this Nordstrom's TJ Maxx stuff. <laughs> church over there t- talking about people uh, Dollar General deals because when I said something I by mistake and apologize, <laughs> y'all ran me through the mud for an entire season. Now New York over here talking about TJ Maxx where they got the well, stuff not even organized on the racks. You know, so he talking about this and church over here talking about Dollar General. They got the oil stains in the uh, in the in the driveway. You know, so I'm. I'm I'm gonna drag y'all through for the rest of the season on this one because y'all didn't let up on me. Hey, let me man, ask y'all. A you question. said, and remember, remember what he said, Church. He said Anthony Brown didn't get no real money. Okay, he didn't get he a real contract. He yeah, he didn't no get a real. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the way he said it. I should have said. I should have said. I should. I should have said Dollar General. I should have said he, he's a Dollar General guy. That's what I should have said. If I want, if I if I want to be uh, politically correct, like my, my man Barry Church. <laughs> we didn't come like that. We didn't denigrate a man like that. You and I didn't denigrate uh, anything. Oh, my man, my man said Dollar General. My man said, Dollar General, you over here talking about TJ Maxx. And talk, don't nobody even go to TJ Maxx except you. I do. Talking about the shipment come in on Thursday. Me and America go, okay? Me and America go, okay? I'm there too. I'm there too, Nui. Well, let me ask you. No. Let no me ask you a question. With the defense constructed as it is right now, do we think Dak can take this team to the playoffs Church. with the defense constructed as it Church. is right now. You can't. Right now. Church, they're not done. Okay? They're not well, done. We don't know. So that question. We, I say yes question, anyways. No. We, we, no. The question does I, I say options. yes anyways. I'm not answering the question. Not answering the question. I'm saying yes. Church, I'm saying yes. You said he could take this this team as the defense is constructed right now. He could take them to the playoffs. Church. Church, what, what what was the record of the team that went to the playoffs out of the NFC East last season? Yeah, it was seven and nine. They were seven. All right, so you you don't you don't have to be that great if you if you base it off what you seen previously. So I believe that Dak has enough to at least get us to eight and eight. I I, I, I believe that, and we can beat Washington. You know, in the, say, in the final game of the season. I think can we I think Washington? we can. I, listen, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has one of those bad days, and then we beat him. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. Church, church, I'm not participating in this one. I'm not because it's, <laughs> not, not, it's, it's there's so much left. Okay, there's so it's a second week free agency. Uh-huh. We have the draft. There's a lot of things to still take place here. Hey, we are out of time. You're gonna this be was fun, As always, <laughs> as always, this was fun. Danny McRae, Barry Church, former Dallas Cowboys safeties, they join us every Friday right here on the Players Lounge, 11:30 Central Time in the morning. I'm Newey Scruggs. Um, Chris Beams, our producer, we appreciate you. Lots to talk about when we get with you next Friday right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?